Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights and information or simply learning from them. And today we have got Swire Ho coming live from Los Angeles, California, USA. He's an entrepreneur, a promotional products, marketing and branding expert. And today we'll be talking on marketing for businesses, especially small businesses and how they can succeed in whatever they are doing. Welcome to the show, uh, Swire. Welcome. Uh, Thank you, Ajay. Show. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Most welcome. So firstly, I'll just talk. I ask you about you are known as the promo guy in the circles that you move in your businesses, your clients. So why do they call you the promo guy? I know you are, are very good at promotional products, but exactly how, why do they call you the promo guy? Oh, thank you, Ajay. Um, so it actually start from my name. You know, my name, if you see on the screen, is this is not hard to pronounce. And uh, when people first heard the name Swire, they couldn't pronounce it. So when uh, sometimes customer call or, or prospect call back. They say, I want to speak to, uh, and then they stop. So instead, I, I create a, a hashtag for myself called the promo guy. It's related to uh, the, the product and industry that I'm in. So, and if you actually Google my name in the exact phrase, Swire Ho hashtag the promo guy, you'll see all the uh, product and all the uh, articles that I've been on. So it's actually a branding process for myself. So if you do the exact phrase, there's only one person that I know of that uses Swireho hashtag the promo guy. So, you know, this is uh, one of the branding strategies that I've actually used on myself. And it's, it, I guess it's, a, it's a great branding strategy, but tell me, how, how did it work well for you? I think so. It's it's catchy. You know, even when people can't remember my name, uh, they, they do remember the speaking to the promo guy. Okay. Okay. So we will take a lot of tips for... Uh, from you for, for in terms of promotions and you know branding and marketing for small businesses as far what what uh, what do you have uh, to share in terms of how they can increase their brand loyalty uh, you know brand awareness and what promotional products they should actually be relying on because India as you can see it's a lot of startups are coming up a lot of young people are into getting and there are lots and hundreds and hundreds of uh, small businesses, especially uh, MSMEs. So that's why huge, huge numbers, and they could do well with your, you know, uh, tips. I think the the first question that I want to point out before we even, you know, going down to the marketing strategy is now I will encourage everyone to think about uh, and ask yourself this question: Who are your ideal customers? A lot of people, yeah. when they think about marketing, they want to do when you want to market. Oh, I want to market to everyone. I want you to never say you want to market everyone because if you're marketing to everyone you're actually talking to no one and none of us really especially if we are uh talking about small business have the budget or have the know-how to target everybody even the biggest company out there there are they know exactly who they target you know you see you know luxury brand they have ads in you know welfare neighborhood you see fast food in different type of neighborhood or vice versa so by answering this question who do i serve best who, who is most likely to respond to my product? So filter down the search, maybe it's a geographic location, maybe it's a certain uh, people that will likely use your product. Then you can identify who your ideal clients are. And these are the people who you are going after and not everyone else. Okay, so is it, is it the same 
for you know uh, online as well as offline yeah especially if you're online you can really you know for example you you pick google you can actually pick uh, what income level they are, you know, where geographical area they are, what kind of searches they, they have done. So the more that you can know about your target audience. So for example, if they visit your webpage or if they visit your competitor's webpage, and then you target them instead of just wandering everywhere and they may not have used your product, then you're really wasting your money. So uh, online and offline, you do have to answer this question and uh, who your ideal clients are. So, okay. So what are promotional products, uh, which are, uh, you know, which, which one can avail online and they can, you know, use them to boost their small business as such, because how will they differentiate between an advertisement, uh, general uh, sort of a marketing campaign here and there and promotional products, because you are the promo guy, you are an expert on the promotional products part. What are the few things that they can use in terms of promotions? Well, you have to think about, you know, because we all have a brand that we like. You know, if I say coffee, you already have a, a brand in mind. If I say a car, then we already have a brand in mind. Uh, you wanted to position yourself as the go-to expert and then the go-to uh, company that when people think about your industry, how do you do that? It's by creating, you know, different content is to be able to brand yourself. So when people think about fast food, you know, we have already in mind when, when we say about fitness, then we have something else in mind. So, you know, there are ways and there are ways to use in promotional product that when you see the uh, color of a certain brand, when you see the, the red in Coca-Cola, wherever you, you are in the world, then you know it's Coca-Cola. So they actually brand that red uh, called Coca-Cola Red. So there are different ways visually, uh, tangibly, you could you could brand yourself and your company. So uh, once you identify who you're targeting, then the next question that you want to ask yourself is, what kind of magazines do they read? What kind of website okay. do they read? What kind okay. of social media platform or where would they hang out online? And mm -hmm. you know, once you answer those questions, and that's where you want to be. Okay, okay. So first is, your first uh, uh, tip is that, Identify your target audience, know your buyer persona, if that's right. That's correct. huh? And, and, and the second is that go to places where your customers visit online. Yeah, I think that sounds easy. But then again, if you're going with the everyone I post, then you'll be too busy, right? There are so many platforms out there, yeah. right, you know, <laughs> that we can spend the whole day on, you know, then you are you know, spending too much time in marketing and you, you don't really have time focusing on your business. Focus on one to two if you're a small business to start. If you identify that they are all on LinkedIn, you know, that's where you want to be. If you okay. if you uh, expect them, all of them to be on Facebook, you know, that's where you want to be or whatever platform that works for you. Or maybe they only hang out at the local coffee shop. You know, that's where you want to go. So these are questions that can really help you narrow down your search for identify uh, the ideal client. So, you know, these are some exercises. There's no right or wrong, but, you know, won't you want to be where your customers are all day long if you know that they're going to hang out there? It, it digitally, uh, you know, in person, yeah, they're the, they are the same. So uh, promotion products and promotions they cost some money. So how do they do the budgeting for that? You know, it, it's, it's a tricky part. They're small business. They have to make sure they are visible. They have to also make sure that they are competitive enough. 
at the same time they have very limited budget how do you balance that well that, that's a really good question and you know even though i'm in the promotional product industry i'll actually uh, get on the record on your show to say that if you're on a budget you don't have to buy promotional product you might need a website you might need a marketing uh, plan or you might need your accountant but then if you're on a budget don't you don't have to get promotional product you know, the only way that you okay. wanted to be able to succeed and getting your return on investment on promotional product is when you do it right. You don't want to buy things cheap, right? If you buy things cheap, you know, going back to what we just talked about, the branding message. Do you want to know, be known for a brand that hand out cheap item? Or do you want to be the brand that when you are ready, that you're actually handing out gifts that your target audience will want to receive? You know, all of us have a cell phone, Right. We all have right. a social media platform. If we see if we see something that we like, we, we what we do, we we'll, we'll take a picture and then we share it to our social media. If you send them a gift that is really related to them, they're really happy. They're going to take pictures with your company's name on that item, and then they will post it on the social media. If I'm giving you something that really cheap, you know, because I'm on a budget, mm -hmm. then you never share. You probably put it into the trash. So again. You know, if you're on a budget, you don't have to do promotional product. But if you're thinking about doing promotional product, you have to do it right. You have to plan for it. So promotional, do you do you mean that giveaways, are they promotional products? A lot of people do giveaways on, you know, social media and, and uh, even on their website to get visitors some sort of a traffic. Yeah, you, you do. But then you have to plan for it because, for example, uh, I've seen promotion that, uh, you know, you, you are going on there to say, let's say you're spending $50, right? But then they have a promotion. If you spend $100 today, we'll give you that free extra gifts to go along. So then, okay. you know, we actually go, go in and we, we buy more stuff so that we can get that gift. So then think about that strategy. They're not really giving you that gift. You're actually spending more money. But then in, in our uh, mind, we want to win, right? We always want to win prices. We wanted to fill out a survey and then we get a gift card. You know, so these are some of the strategy and they're, you know, when you think about on the back end, they're actually not giving it to everyone. They want something in return and then they will give you this item as a reward. So think about this like a campaign. And, you know, the last thing that I would suggest uh, everyone listening to do is uh, just put your logo on a lot of things and just giving it okay. to everyone that walks by the door. So that goes again uh, with, you know, targeting everyone instead of your ideal client. Okay. Okay. So uh, target audience, go to where your customers go and the best is use your logo everywhere. Not everywhere. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want your logo to be seen everywhere. Again, you know, going back to what your mission statement are, you know, are you striving for, for example, eco-friendly, then, you know, your product got to be in line with eco-friendly or if you are going for, you know, a, a unique experience. So, the product that you have is going to go along those lines. You don't want to, a pen is easy, right? You can do a pen every day, every single day. It, 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 it's cost effective, okay. but not a lot of people will connect with a pen. You know, we all have a, a basket full of pens in, in our drawers and, you know, who needs another pen really? But then at the right moment, at the right time, a pen can still be effective. Okay. Okay. So, so I, tell, uh, I just wanted to ask India, a lot of small businesses are targeting uh, outside customers. Mainly, it's, it's, it's a lot in, for the U.S. customers. Now, there's very small businesses. They either go through uh, Amazon, uh, uh, through other things, 
Etsy, they are, a lot of people are, are targeting Etsy. They also want, you know, customers to come directly to their websites. You know, everybody has a website now. They try to do it or even Instagram or any other method. How, what is your advice to them? How best to be noticed by a customer in the U.S.? Especially that, for a small business. That, that's a great question. And, you know, think about that. When we do uh, online e-commerce store, you know, we will try really hard. We go on marketing. We go on, you know, buying ads to acquire a uh, new client, right? You know, so we all know there's a cost to acquire a new client. But ask yourself, are you in touch with the, the customer after they purchase from you? You know, how, how, okay. how, are you, how are you doing to retain that buying customer? A lot okay. of businesses that I talk to, they're, they're spending little to no budget on retaining a client. So imagine that, you know, someone already have purchased from you. Would it be okay. easier for the same person to buy from you again? You know, if you maintain that relationship, if you can figure out a way to keep them happy, to keep them come back again, then you spend less money, right, on the bottom line to actually have the same customer to order from you again and again and again. Or, you know, if you go one step further, you can even ask that customer to see, um, do you know maybe a family or, or a friend that okay. might be able to use our product and services? Would you be able to introduce us? And that's how you can utilize promotional product and other strategies to actually grow your uh, customer base organically. Okay, so, so, so the most important part then comes is the customer loyalty or, or, or retention of your old customers and they become your brand ambassadors. How do you build customer loyalty in a time like this when everybody is looking for, you know, uh, better or a competitive price? I guess it's a lot everywhere. So in these times, they just want to, a lot of customers, I can say, want to have good product at a best price and then they keep on looking for the best deals available so how does a small business build brand loyalty among you know customers who are moving at a fast you know uh, looking at better prices all the time that, that's a great question and obviously this is a, a topic that you know comes you know in discussion all the time but do you really want to focus on price you know, that's what I'm asking you. If you, let's say you're selling apparel okay. product, if you are, let's say you look for a dinner, do you want to look for the cheapest restaurant that you could go to? Probably mm -hmm. not. You know, you will probably say, even if you don't have a lot of money, I would like to go to the best restaurant that I can afford, right? This is a better right. uh, way to accept, accept it. So don't focus on price. Think about how much value, you know, how much uh, especially if you're in the apparel uh, business, you know, people want to wear something that makes them feel good. Or if they're buying a product, ele electronic product, they want that electronic product to help them do better, whatever that they're trying to do. So okay. focus on that in, instead of beating down the bottom line, which is a never ending game. You know, there are always going to be someone going to be cheaper, you know, bigger that to, uh, get you out of production. But, you know, in small business, we have to be unique. You know, we have to actually tell people our story. Why are we doing what we wanted to do? And, you know, I, how, how well do you know your customer? You know, when they, you know, ask yourself this, you know, the last 10 okay. customers that okay. purchased from you, okay. have you actually reached out to them? Do you know if they're happy with your product or not? You know, getting okay. the reviews, you know, even by getting a review for, you know, e-commerce website could make or break a company. You know, I would never buy from a seller that has no review. But if I see like 500 reviews, yes, I'm buying from the vendor. 
just things like that could even you know break you away. Would you buy from a vendor that has no review that is cheaper than if you buy from a vendor that has five thousand reviews that you know that has been in business and people like the product? You know, how would you answer that? Okay. Okay, then my next question is around that only. A lot of you know people are concerned about their privacy. Internationally, it's more, and there are rights everywhere. For a small business, uh, you can send a request for a review, but how do you consistently reach out to your customers without you know invading their privacy in any manner and still be decent, look decent business enough? For them to engage with, how do you balance that out? Well, again, you know, I I ask my customer, you know, I ask them uh, exactly the same question: How would you like to be contacted? You know, okay. obviously, there you you have chance that they will say, "I don't want to be c- contact." You know, so you move them, you respect their privacy. But you know, what if I tell you I want to receive your text? What if I want to say I want to do email only? You know, how about if I say, you know, call me, you know, call me now. I want to talk to you. So are you able to adapt and able to meet them where they are? So it goes back to the beginning again, meet them where they are. There are customers of mine that only do text. They don't respond to email and phone call. But when I text okay. them, they respond right away. And okay. there are uh, okay. some of my customers only available after 4 p.m. my time. So and that's the way that I made it reach them. So you really have to be flexible if you're, you know, in small business and really think about what's more convenient for your customer. And sometimes if you yeah. answer that question, you actually solve a lot of the questions that we just talked about. Okay. So basically, apart from the product, you customize your outreach also to each customer the way they want. Even if you are a small business or it doesn't matter, you got to work smartly around this. Uh yeah. Yeah. Even for the same message, right? You know, if we're selling the same product, you know, let's uh, assume that we're on uh, LinkedIn, right? The the right. way that we will post will be different if we post on Facebook or if we, you know, kind of go live with, with our messages. So think about the different platform, you know, who are, you know, using this platform. Then you can also learn from the feedback and the review from, from this post, you know, how people are responding to your product and services. Right. Right. Uh, Swar, you know a lot of, you know, you talk about a lot of free resources that are available for small businesses. Can you share those important tips, especially for the small businesses, all the free resources that they can, you know, make good use of, you know, to promote their business? Well, I think uh, one way that I would suggest, you know, if you are uh, just starting or, you know, thinking about, you know, you do want it to know who your ideal client are, uh, go to HubSpot. You know, they actually have a free tool called uh, uh, Persona. You know, you can actually fill out questions that they have, you know, drill down to uh, the the persona that is uh, right for, for the product. You know, what kind of title do they have, okay. you know, what gender, you know, it, it related uh, should they be in or what income level should they be in? These are some of the questions that you should be able to do answer. So, you know, by first, I would say to, you know, develop a persona and then, you know, set up a plan, you know, you want to have plan and you don't want to act on things that, you know, in a, in a hunch, you know, that's why I'm saying, yeah. don't think of when you go to an event, you, you have to have plan. You don't have to have plan. You know, you you gotta you gotta plan for it, but then you don't need to have item. You know, like you said, if you uh, maybe could not afford it, you know, there are other ways to do it. And then at the end, uh, 
nothing beats a, a good uh, check-in to your client. You know, we, we're in the age that, you know, we receive a lot of email, we receive a lot of surveys, right, every day, and we, we're tuned out. And then I don't know if you agree with me, we receive a lot of calls, especially for me, that are robocalls. You know, there are uh, computers okay. or yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I hang yeah. up right, right away, not even listen. Right. You know, yeah. When yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. In India also, it's it's coming up so hugely. You are almost fed up. You don't. Uh, yeah, and I hang up right away. <laughs> right, 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 right. So that's that's so. Yeah, carry on, carry on, Swar. But what if what if you know? Assuming you you are a small business, I only have five clients, for example. Right, I'm really okay. small. What if okay. you really maintain that good relationship with, with your client? Don't you, in you know, your personal life, want to do business with people that you like? You know, you want to do uh, business with people that knows about what you're going through. You know, that's how you can get past the, the pricing standpoint. You know, if oh. it, all things being equal, all things being really bad, then I just pick the lowest price. But if I know that my contact person actually knows about what I'm going through, know my product and know uh, what I needed to do, then I'll listen to them as an advisor. Then you are going past that pricing standpoint and moving into, you can even charge more money. You know, there are people, okay. uh, you know, like experienced coaches, you know, Tony Robbins, people pay a lot of money that, you know, just to listen to him. You know, there are coaches that don't charge you any money, even pay you to right. be on the show right. uh, to, right. to, to, to promote them. Would you, which way do you want to go? So at some point, pricing doesn't become a concern, you know, if you have able to de develop the brand recognition and your authority. Right. I, I think... Uh... What you're trying to say is that the human part, in spite of, you know, if it's offline, online, wherever it is, that that will always play a big role in any customer relationship. Mm -hmm. Even uh, in digitally, you know, in person, you know, they're always going to be the human interaction. And then, you know, as you were saying, you know, we're fed up with, you know, robocall. Why don't pick up the phone and just call your customer? Okay. So, so you mean uh, too much of using this, computers and trying to reach out and bots, all these are not going to, you know, because there is a, it's almost like a fad. Everybody is trying to adopt and it's very easy. You get those free chat boxes and you use on your websites and everywhere. And you feel like you have, you know, you have become a high tech business and you'd want to give that uh, impression of a successful and big business. But actually, is it going to work? It's not, isn't it? Because it's going to irritate your customers. I think it's, it's always good to get real feedback from customer. But if you send me a survey, I really don't pay attention after the second question, right? I just click and you know hit submit. But then if you, uh, let's say if you finish every job and then you call your customer to check in, you know, are you happy with the product? First question right? Then right. shut up, be ready to listen, right? If they really point out things that they're not happy about, you you have to take notes, right? You know, you take notes. Okay. And if this is something that you can change or fix, do it right away. So people remember that, you know, you might lose a customer if you don't respond. But if you actually respond to their concern, and then you address the concern, you know, they will uh, keep using you because, you know, they know that uh, when you do have a big company, right? When you do a chat box and you know, it's never mm -hmm. going to get anywhere. You know, when you call right. a call center from a big company, you know, they, they sound really nice, but then they never going to do whatever that you're going to say you do. So be, be humanized, right? You know, even you can use technology, but then, you know, they want to feel like 
whatever method you're communicating with them, you really talk to the same person uh, supposed to be behind that company. So that's the experience you wanted to push across. Well, well, very nicely uh, explained, uh, Swire. Now, this was about your expert expertise, but you are beyond your expertise. You have got so much uh, within you that you can share. And the best that can be shared is through the journey uh, that you have undertaken in the last so many years, uh, more, than, more than a decade. Uh, I understand, if I understand correctly, you were born and brought up in Hong Kong. So it is not an easy thing to start from, the, uh, from a place uh, as far away from the U.S. and then come to, uh, to the U.S. and build up a business. So your journey will give us a lot of tips on, on small businesses, big businesses, and just to be, you know, to be a successful business person. Oh yeah, you 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 bring you brought up a lot of memory. Yeah, born and raised in Hong Kong, uh, came to Los Angeles here in 1996. It's been a, it's been a while. I live in LA longer than I live in Hong Kong now, so it's kind of strange sometimes. You know, I in in business I think in English, but then when I speak, uh, you know, it's in it's in Cantonese. So I actually started my my first business on the day on my honeymoon, I found out that the company that I worked for at the time went on a business. So I just got <laughs> married, no job. What am I going to do? So I decided to uh, start my first business. Uh, the name was uh, the company uh, is Hellman Production. You know, we're actually okay. in the CD and DVD replication business. So we make copies for uh, record labels for film companies in, in LA. So mm -hmm. uh, we built built up that company. My wife became uh, my business partner. And in mm -hmm. 2013, uh, we sold the company uh, and we took one year off. And then, you know, along the way, we decided, what should we do? You know, now we don't, you know, we sold the company. So we we like the model in promotional product. It, it's kind of like when you are at the old days, you, you find something that really interesting. And if you offer it to people, you know, they actually pay you to to, to buy it. And there's so right. many products that are out there. And I, I'm a, a curious person. So I'm always on the lookout to see what's, good for this client you know and okay. you know what you know what will be challenging that i can solve with you know maybe some of the campaign that i've uh, i can do for the client so that's keep me uh engaged and uh, you know i like this industry okay okay and then uh so so from the very beginning it said the promotional you know the promotion part was what you were very keen uh, at observing and you and later on you took it up from there yeah, I think so, you know, because every industry are different, right? You know, work works for the construction industry are, are different than the insurance industry. You know, maybe, you know, I have customers that have, you know, 500 guys on the field working outdoors every day. Then the products that they use are going to be different than if you work in an office building. So we got to be flexible. And then I'm the resource for my client. So if they have a particular challenge or they want to start a campaign, they uh, will come to me for uh, you know, advice for suggestions. Uh, so I'm always on the lookout for you know unique items out there. Okay, so how it it is it, it must be a very challenging task, you know, to cater to clients from different industries. You know, every industry has a different sort of a client, even for insurance or or for a uh, for any other uh, industry. How do you balance that out? Well, no one said an entrepreneur journey is easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it, you, you just have to be, 
you know, you have to stay relevant. You know, for example, uh, you want to be on trends. For example, the, the talk right now is the Winter Olympics, right? So right. I will pay attention to uh, poses that, you know, the athletes might have. So what are trending in, in apparel, in athletic apparel? You know, what are okay. some of the people wearing? What are some of the athletes using? So that could translate to be, you know, if my client want to get some, uh, popular item that is now there right now. So that would be a good area to start. Or if I know that when I see construction worker, these are the type of item that they carry uh, on, on their work site. So when there are other company that wants to target construction company, then I know that these are the items that they're going to carry with them every day. So it's just paying attention to detail, you know, just as you would, you know, in any industry, the more details, the more, uh, find things you can point out than your competitors, then that's how you can get ahead. Okay. So the whole, the bottom line is that you've got to always keep on watching and listening to what your customer wants, what your customer is saying, what your customer feel about your product. Yeah, that you you said it perfectly, RJ. It's not what you want, right? I yeah, right. I know I know you own the business, but it, it is not what you want. It's what the customer you know wants to get out from the experience. So, uh, and customer is always right. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, very quickly, uh, Swai, I would like to know you also try and help businesses, especially small businesses, through your weekly podcast, the Small Business Show. Can you share? Something about that so that people can also listen to it from from India and then and, and make uh, make uh, learn a lot from there. Thank, thank you so much, because I made a lot of mistakes. Right. So when I first started, there's no you know LinkedIn live. There's no uh, help. Right. I, I learned it the hard way. Sometimes you make mistake you in the, in the bad way. Then you learn, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. So this time around, I actually wanted to invite those experts, you know, for feel that mm. I don't know. You, know, you have to expect. You have to accept that you can't know everything. You know, if you are good in what you do in, in business, you will actually find a better person doing better than what you do to work for you. So yeah. then I, I'm finding all this expert to be on my show to share the top strategy, you know, to do why did they uh, uh, really good at what they do. So to actually activate the uh, small business community, because it's, it's hard running a small business out there. So I, I, my goal is to bring on those experts every week onto the show, uh, which uh, stream on uh, my time, Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. every uh, Tuesday morning. So, you know, wanted okay. to have an engaged conversation, ask them really a lot of them, uh, my question, right? Why should you do that? You know, why did you say it that way? How can we do it better? How how would you suggest we get started? So hopefully from this conversation, uh, I can give motivation and then also learn a lot myself uh, to how to run a better uh, small business. Great. Great. And and where is this podcast available? How, how, how does a person, you know, access to that? Well, it's all on all the uh, major uh, podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast, The Small Business Show. And then if you're on LinkedIn, on YouTube, uh, you can also search for The Small Business Show. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Even, even I will try and put uh, this information in the description to, uh, to, uh, this, uh, to, the, to, to the YouTube description so that it's easy for them to access. So this is for the... Uh, viewers. So Swire, it's it's been a lot of learning. I've noted down and, you know, the target audience where where your customers go to where your customers stay, use your lo logo nicely. 
and 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 diligently and give value to the customers and go to hubspot there you can find a lot of resource which will help you understand and get get to know more about your buyers about your some buyer persona and also the human part of it never forget that that's the most important thing yeah well said you know i and i i'm on linkedin you know i love networking so if uh, any of the listener want to reach out and have more uh, personal uh, discussion uh, happy to connect with everyone okay so i'll put that put that information also in the youtube description so on that on that note uh, swair thank you very much uh, for all the great uh, tips that you have shared i'm sure it will be very helpful i have noted them myself noted them myself so that you know i'll learn a bit more and uh, ask better questions uh, as i go along on thank that thank you so note, much ajay yeah on that note it's a wrap on this edition of the kj masterclass thank you very much